1: That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Law enforcement. You know why there's been a problem with law enforcement? I'm about to explain it to you. Speaking of which, General Flynn. Yikes. This new news is not good for law enforcement. And finally, homeschooling done right. All that's coming up right now But I'm Right. There's this amazing saying out there. It's so wise, so smart. The person who said it is honestly, it's a hero of mine. And the saying is this. All movements, no matter how noble the beginning, become a grift. You know what that means? That means no matter what, no matter how wonderful, you could start a movement to, I'm going to go save puppies. If there are puppies abandoned anywhere, I'm going to go save it. And then someone would come alongside you, and they would join you, and they'd be like, I'm going to help you. Let's go save puppies. We're going to save puppies. Ready to save puppies? And soon you go from two people to five people to 20 people to 100 people to 2,000 people. And before you do it, you've got an army. We're puppy savers. That's what we're doing. And then someone would join who didn't really want to save puppies. They just wanted to get internet famous off of saving puppies. And then someone else would join. They'd be like, wow, I really don't care about puppies, but... You know, I bet I could sell shirts to the people who act like they care about puppies. I think I'll join too. And then another person joins and they say, you know what? Screw puppies. I actually think I'll go toss more puppies out the car window and then join the puppy saving movement just to help things along. And before you know it, the puppy saving movement sucks. We see this everywhere. It's everywhere in society. It's the civil rights movement. Best example in the world. What could be better? What could be more noble than treating everybody, regardless of skin color, equally? That's good, right? It's all good. That's good, right? And what's it become? Every single time somebody has something bad happen to them, racism, this is racist. We have United States senators talking about proposing bills to examine why coronavirus is going after black people. You have Al Sharpton out there still swinging around the race card like a sword. Why? Why? because it becomes a grift. Women's rights movement did the same. Me Too movement did the same. We'll talk about that in a little while with Joe Biden. That initially, you remember what that was like initially, right? A wonderful movement. Yes, women who've been assaulted can now stand up. They feel more free. There are other women doing it. Yes, I will stand up and tell my story. That's good. That's a good thing. And then what did it become? It became Christine Blasey Ford blatantly lying about it because there was a Supreme Court nominee she didn't like. It became any woman who had a night of regret or a bad date. Ah, he kind of assaulted me. I mean, I felt like he wanted to. And the guy gets run out of the industry. And I've got some bad news for you. The becoming a grift thing, it's not just for political movements. It's not just for racial movements or gender movements or any other kind of movement. The reason they all become a grift, and this is important, pay attention, They don't police themselves. That's why. You know who should have run Al Sharpton out of the civil rights movement? The people who actually care about civil rights, the people within the movement. You know who should have just drowned Christine Blasey Ford in scorn? It wasn't the Republicans who were backing Kavanaugh that should have done it. It should have been the women who were actually victims of that horrible thing called assault. They should have been like, uh, that woman is not involved in my movement. That woman's a scammer. Get her out. And so on and so on. You must police yourself before your movement or your group or whatever you belong to becomes a gigantic grift, becomes a gigantic scam. It's just a fact. And this sucks to say. It really genuinely sucks to say. I don't. I don't, I don't hate very much of what I do here on TV as I entertain the masses, but this sucks to say. Law enforcement, on all levels. We're going to talk about the Flynn thing with the FBI later on in the show. Just bear with me on that. But law enforcement, guys, I love you. You know I love you. Have been a longtime supporter. You had better start tightening things up within your own ranks because you cannot possibly imagine how bad you look to the general public right now. I mean, everybody, everyone out there, except for car carrying conservatives, you know, everybody's got an axe to grind with cops. It's been annoying for years. Cops this and cops that, and I hate cops and cops are scum. And that's always been horrible to me. I'm the one who sends my kids up to thank cops. Even when I get pulled over for speeding every now and then. Yes, sir. No, sir. Hands on the wheel. Why? Because they work with scumbags all day long. I show respect for that conservatives are your base you don't want to even see the emails i've been flooded with over the past eight weeks when it comes to cops as they enforce these absurd lockdown rules and they get on this power trip all the time and the problem is 95 percent of them are awesome and they're doing the right things and then all it takes is one or two scumbags to get social media famous and now you all look bad but that's the thing isn't it I'm not there to talk to that guy after the shift. I'm not there to tell that guy after the shift, hey, uh, dork, you're putting us all in danger. So why don't we dial down that tough guy shtick a notch? It's up to you. If you think law enforcement's reputation is in trouble, and it is because I just told you it is, and you're a member of law enforcement, you are the one with the power to fix it. I'm not in law enforcement. I don't go on a shift with this idiot from Wisconsin. Look at this.
0: Hi, Amy. Hi. I'm Deputy Everhart with the Sheriff's Department. So are you aware that we're in a stay-at-home order right now?
1: Uh, Yeah, obviously. By the government?
0: Yes, I am aware. Okay, you're aware of that? I am aware. I don't need to explain that to you?
2: No, you don't need to explain that to me. Okay, I
0: can if you need me to.
2: Go, you can you can, because your officer was just here two weeks ago. Okay, do you need me to And play he it here explained or no? it to me that you guys weren't enforcing that order. Oh, we're about to. Okay. So you understand it, though? Okay, so why are you here?
0: Because your daughter is going to play at other people's home and you're allowing it to happen.
2: They were over here as well. So okay. are and, you here?
0: And they've, been, and they've been talked to. Okay. About it. So no, now I understand. You. Okay. And so either you can acknowledge it or you can argue. I'm, a, with
2: it. I'm acknowledging it. Okay,
0: stop having your kid go by other people's home.
2: Okay, I acknowledge it. Anything good.
0: else? Nope, that was it. Apparently, there was some other I acknowledged on, it. I... I acknowledged okay, it. Good. Anything you, else? Um,
2: yeah.
1: If your blood isn't boiling as you watch that mall cop scold some suburban mom for letting her daughter play with her friend, then you need to check your pulse. And if you're somebody who works with that loser and you don't pull him aside and tell him, if I ever see you act like that again, you and I are going to have a chat after work, then, buddy, your reputation's on you. If that guy, if the cops who work with that guy and all these other cops that get totally out of line like that, if his fellow police officers do not pull him aside and say, bro, never again, then you get what you get. Don't throw a fit. 95% of the cops out there are doing the right thing. It takes one idiot like that to hurt you all. And that's the problem, isn't it? Because as I said, I'm the biggest cop fan in the world and they have a job where every day they say goodbye. Wife, kids, so oftentimes it's a young family. We get these horrible stories about cops killed in the line of duty and my heart just gets ripped out. It's terrible. You're putting your safety at risk when the public trust goes away. When the ultimate pro-cop friends and family that I have start talking negatively about law enforcement as a whole, which is starting to happen, brother, you have a problem. If you're losing the Kelly clan, you're losing everyone. Do something to tighten it up. And you know what? It's not just on the cops either. These scumbag politicians... Who, put, who passed down idiotic orders like the ones that cop was lamely trying to enforce? You're just as guilty. Look at this Gavin Newsom idiot in California. Quote, After the well-publicized media coverage of overcrowded beaches this past weekend in violation of Governor Newsom's shelter-in-place order the governor will be announcing tomorrow that all beaches and all state parks in California will be closed effective Friday, May 1st. That's right. As the rest of America opens, wide open, Texas begins to open tomorrow, albeit Red Lobster. California, they're locking down even further because somebody dared defy Governor Tyrant's orders. And who has to enforce that? Who has to go out there and put boots on the ground and enforce that? Anyone? You think Governor Newsom's going to be out there and his little pink handkerchief enforcing that? No, that's going to fall to cops. And therefore, you know, after May 1st, when they lock them all down indefinitely, just like we've already seen in California, you know for a fact... We're going to have internet video after internet video of some mall cop on the beach throwing handcuffs on some lady for sunbathing too too close to somebody else. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. The casualties of this lockdown are far reaching. One of them, it's the reputation of law enforcement. Start policing your own, fellas, for your own good. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm still right now you know what else makes me uncomfortable my lungs filling up with fluid i don't want my grandma to die i don't want my kids to get sick i don't want my wife to get sick i don't want to walk around worried about getting sick and look let's be honest when it comes to coronavirus we see the pool numbers but 75 percent of you are worried about getting sick so clearly this is something that's on your mind you don't have to start taking drugs you don't have to hide in a bubble your entire life you certainly can't stay home forever Try Omega XL. Omega XL is a natural anti-inflammatory supplement that strengthens the immune system you already have. That's right. The best fight against disease you have is right inside of you. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Jesse. That's OmegaXL.com slash Jesse. And when you do that, you actually get a second bottle free with your first order. OmegaXL.com slash Jesse. Speaking of credibility, speaking of reputation, speaking of policing your own, well, it's not just law enforcement. Do you know which group of people are thought of as basically the lowest of the low in poll after poll after poll of the American people? It's actually not politicians. It's the media. And guys, I see you. I'm friends with so many of you in the media. So many of you watch my show. You hate watch my show. And that's fine. I get that. But understand that you are responsible for your own reputation, either by your own conduct or by the fact that you just will not call out your own organization. You won't call out your fellow man. And I get it. Bias is a very, very difficult thing to overcome. I'm blessed to work for the first where I don't have to act unbiased. I'm not a journalist, not even a little bit. I went to community college. I am a far, far right-wing hack, and if we stay locked down any longer, you're just going to call me an anarchist at this point in time. That's how far right I am. But you're a journalist. That means you're 95% chance a Democrat. I get that. If you're a Democrat, it's what you believe. You like killing babies. I'll quit. We can joke. You're a Democrat. Fine. At least be aware enough to know how awful it looks to the American people when you conduct yourself the way you've conducted yourself for the last, well, I mean, let's be honest, it's been 50 years, but especially the last 10. When Barack Obama gets elected president and you do everything but massage his feet for him for eight years, and then Donald Trump gets elected president and every single thing is a scandal, so now everybody rolls their eyes. And now Joe Biden's running for office. And we all remember what happened to Trump, right? The ultimate October surprise, where half the women's population of planet Earth came out and said Donald Trump assaulted them at some point in time four decades ago. Uh, Yeah, there's a claim against Joe Biden. And as I've told you before, I'm not going into it because... I never talk about those things. I don't know who to believe. I believe in due process. I'm just not talking about it. I don't do gossip, personal little stories like that. It's just not who I am. But it is a gigantic story that somebody has to ask Joe about, right? We can't deny this. I brought this up a few days ago on the show. Uh, Whether you believe it or not, someone has to ask Joe Biden about this. I believe it was Free Beacon, a great website, had an article out saying that Joe Biden has been asked since this Tara Reid person came out and make her, made her accusation, whether it's true or not. Joe Biden's been asked 142 questions. I believe they said he'd been through four or five hours of TV interviews. Not one person has asked him about it. Not only are they not asking the candidate himself about it, They're not covering it separate from him. Okay, let's say you make that decision. I don't want to make things awkward for tapioca pudding, Joe. I get that. We don't want to make it awkward. Maybe we're buddies. I get that. But maybe when he's off camera, we can bring it up. Almost nobody's bringing it up. And even if they do, they're like, all right, that's it for coronavirus deaths today. By the way, something up with Joe Biden. We'll see you tomorrow. That's essentially what you're getting here. I have this note from my producer. I didn't come up with this information. I don't think for myself, per se. Media Research Center reported in just over a month, the grand total of ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, CNN, and MSNBC's read coverage amounted to 27 minutes and 31 seconds as of April 27th. 14 minutes and 54 seconds of that came from CNN on April 25th. People... It's one thing not to talk about the elephant in the room. It's quite another to look around and just decide this isn't a story at all. Just because I don't cover it, if you covered Donald Trump's scandals, if you covered for Barack Obama for eight years, people, Joe Biden's about to be the Democratic nominee for president of the United States of America. He has someone accusing him of something awful with witnesses. You have to bring that up. WAPO. <laughs> WAPO's finally get decided that, well, I mean, I guess someone's got to say something. Quote, Biden himself should address the Tara Reid allegations and release relevant records. The records they're talking about, as a quick side note, it's personnel records. Again, I'm not going to get into all of it, but okay, this woman says this happened on this day. Was she working for Joe Biden on that day? If she was that's going to be a problem for Joe. And something else. um, Wouldn't Joe Biden's campaign have already put it out if she wasn't working there on that day? I mean, if somebody accused me of murdering them, and I have evidence saying that uh, uh, I was in another state that day, that'd be like the first thing I did. Right? Who knows? That's just me. I, honestly, in all likelihood, Joe Biden probably doesn't even remember. He doesn't remember anything else. New York Times statement from the VP of communications on the fake news story leaked about their findings. BuzzFeed reported on the existence of talking points being circulated by the Biden campaign that inaccurately suggests the New York Times investigation found that Tara Reed's allegation did not happen. Our investigation made no such conclusion either way, as BuzzFeed, Buzzfeed correctly reported our story or as BuzzFeed correctly reported, our story found three former Senate aides whom Reid said she complained to contemporary, contemporaneously. Dang it, all of whom either she did all of whom either did not remember the incident or said that it did not happen. End quote. Again, I'm not saying anything happened. Nor would I say I'm not saying it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't really cover these for Democrats or Republicans. They're just. There's too much gray when it comes to these things. But doesn't someone have to ask the man being accused? He hasn't been asked one time? Nancy Pelosi, you remember, she was very interested in hearing women when Brett Kavanaugh was being accused by that blatant liar, Christine Blasey Ford. I guess those days are gone. Well, I have great sympathy for any women who bring forth an allegation. I'm a big, strong supporter of the Me Too movement. I, I think it's been a great, made a great contribution uh, to our country. And a, in, and I do um, uh, support Joe Biden. I'm satisfied uh, with how he has uh, responded. I know him, I was proud to endorse him the other day, on Monday, very proud to endorse him. Uh, and so I'm, I'm satisfied with that. I'm sorry? You're satisfied with that? What's that? I'm not making that up. There's been no response. No one's asked him. There's been no response. I'm satisfied with how he's responded? So you're satisfied with being ignored? If that's the case, you're the first woman in history who's satisfied being ignored. I have a hard time believing that. All right. Now, there's no shortage of bad news out there. There's not. We all know that. And so it can get a little difficult going to sleep. Let's be honest. It's difficult going to sleep in good times, let alone times where we have 30 million unemployed people and coronavirus is killing 50,000 Americans. These are tough times, aren't they? And so you lay down at night and what happens? Your mind's going 10 miles a minute and you can't turn it off. And what about the kids and coronavirus and my job? and, And now you wake up the next day because you couldn't turn your mind off and you're an absolute zombie. I know because I've been there. Well, there's a solution. It's called EBSleep, EBB. And if you go to tryeb.com slash Jesse, that's tryeb.com slash Jesse, and you use the code Jesse, you actually get 25 bucks off. And what it is, you put it on your head. It's not pills, it's not a mouthpiece. You put it on your head, it provides continuous cooling to your forehead area, which makes sure those thoughts go away. You go to sleep and you stay asleep. Go to tryeb.com slash jesse, use the code jesse, start getting a good night's sleep today. Joining me now, one of my favorite people in the world, host of This Is My Show with Drew Burquist. As you may have guessed, his name is actually Drew Burquist. Drew, first of all. Where did you get whatever this thing is? And is that just a Florida thing, or can I pull that off in Texas? Because I'm all about that.
0: You know, it's it's sunny here. It's bright. The beaches are kind of opening again. I think you can pull it off there. I mean, Jesse Kelly, you can pull anything off. But it is a very yeah, Florida what? thing.
1: It is a very Florida thing. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and not ask if you're wearing pants because I don't want to know the answer to that question at this time. You don't. What I do want to know, Drew, is... How do you convince yourself, convince your organization, convince your fellow man to police themselves? I'm asking specifically because of, obviously, everybody's seen this new law enforcement video of a cop berating some suburban mom in Wisconsin, and he looks like a big goober. And that guy, look, that guy was probably born a goober. He's a goober. Now he's going to be a goober the day he dies. I'm not worried about that guy. I am worried about his fellow law enforcement officers. I'm worried about the public trust. I'm worried about their safety. How do they yank that guy aside and say, hey, bro, stop being you? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Because consistently throughout life, you encounter people like him. and, and there's just very much, uh, you know, there's probably more than two, but for the sake of keeping it simple here, I'm a simple man. There's a couple of camps. There's people who just get things and get life and, and kind of understand how it works and how to work that's within me. the situation that's there. And then there's people who just don't and you can't teach them. They're like dumb animals. They're like cats. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: <laughs> no one are, likes cats. They are like dumb animals. They are like dumb animals, and, which leads me to my next thing. Newsom, that idiot governor in California, everybody else or i should say a lot of other people are starting to reopen they have a slight reopening plan which makes me upset but i'm not going to get off on that for right now he's upset that people have been going to the beach he is now uh, putting out a new lockdown order that's even more strict on may 1st closing down all the beaches of california and my question drew is What's wrong with these people? Does he honestly think that that's a possibility? This is just going to lead to more civil unrest. It's going to lead to more burdens on law enforcement like we just talked about. By the grace of God, we haven't had a violent confrontation where a citizen hasn't gotten hurt or a a cop, God forbid, has gotten hurt. But I mean, my goodness, we're asking for one, right? With these idiot rules. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think you... You look at what
0: Gretchen Whitmer's doing. Who, who, by the way, if they still think she's a good VP candidate after all of this, um, I, I, they probably will. But it's it would be shocking if if they actually do. Uh, but you you see the overreach of these people. You see what Newsom does there, and, and it really does make you question and wonder. Like, do these guys like this? Do they want it kept closed? You know, and 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 I think we all kind of know that part of the answer is yes, but. You know, you've seen people get tickets for surfing. You've you know stuff like this. Like guys, look, whether you like it or not, whether you're a surfer or not, whether you just like to go look for sharks' teeth or whatever you do, or whether you like golf. Like there's certain things that like these are okay. I think these are okay. Um, and and when you start pushing back and you make these rules and you kind of create this draconian society that some of these governors are doing throughout the nation. You're going to have pushback and you're going to have eventually, you will, you know, fortunately to your point, we haven't had massive conflict and the unrest hasn't gone to that next level, but it will. I mean, mark my words, if, if you keep doing this, you keep pushing this in certain states, uh, it's going to be a big problem. And, and to our conversation, I think it was last week, it's people like Newsom in California who are going to throw off sports too. Like the rest of the country's going to be ready and you're going to have total idiot governors like him who get in the way of our plan and ruin everything.
1: Do you think Governor Whitmer's kind of hot?
0: I mean she's not like Christy Nome um well, but she's, yeah, but but, but I mean, she's not unattractive. She's just not smart. She's just dumb as a pile of bricks. And I think that she's she's really let the power go to her head there. And people are pushing back. And and again, she, you know, look, they want Democrats need Michigan. You know, whether it's Biden or someone else with a you know a better chance than him, they need that state. And she could have been an intriguing VP pick. And again, they're they're dumb enough that they go down these paths that they probably will still pick someone like her. But I, I, I mean, she, to me, has is, is really shot herself in the foot with just the way that she's handled this.
1: She has. She, look, we all know at this point in time, he's going to pick Kamala Harris, who totally sucks. But that's another story entirely. Now, Joe Biden, the assault allegations. It's uh, it's not going away, Drew. And I'm not digging into I haven't dug into the details behind it on my show. I just don't do that. But I have been digging into the media, ignoring it they've just, it's almost like they were under the impression they could ignore this for long enough that it would disappear. I think the media still has this false notion of how powerful they are, that if they just don't report on something, it magically disappears.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're right. And, and you see that with lots of things that are starting to come back and bite them on it. And this is, this is one of them. You've got folks now in Hollywood you know, uh, who who aren't necessarily the big a listers anymore, but that are coming out and speaking out against them, slamming the Democrat Party for how they've handled that. And as you start to do that and you start to see that, other it's kind of like governor's closing states and then governor's reopening. once the once the choir gets going, if you don't don't kind of fall in line and start singing as well, you look bad. So I think people are going to start coming out and saying, more more details have to come out. We need a, a more clear response from the Biden campaign team. You had, I think it was Chris Hayes at MSNBC, you know, cover the story the other day. There's people calling for him to be fired just because he didn't stick to their narrative. So it really is is ridiculous. There's a a, a whole lot of double standards going on, which is typically the case with the Democrats. But but we need answers, and, and this should be something that hurts them, and it so far hasn't.
1: All right, Drew. I like the things your governor's been saying down there. What are you doing this weekend? you going to the beach? Are you going to go throw on a banana hammock and go hit up the ocean or what?
0: Well, I am wearing a banana hammock right now, um, so I will I'll keep it up. on for the weekend. Uh, we still have our, our, you know, it's just morning hours here, but I'll, I'll take it. So, yeah, we'll probably take the kids over and just um, social distance and, and, and walk. You know, you got to stay moving. You can't bring, like, a cooler, so I've got to figure out where I'm smuggling my beer in. But, um, but it'll, it'll, hopefully it's good weather and we'll do that. I think DeSantis is doing a good job there, and hopefully we can kind of keep phasing in the right direction and kind of be a model that people look to and see for states that are a little less
1: affected than others. Host of This Is My Show with Drew Berquist. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me. we got a lot more. What is going on? with General Flynn. What did the FBI do? Yikes. Hang on. Finally, we have some good news. There's enough bad news out there, right? Coronavirus in the economy. The media sucks. It looks like, I mean, at least the way it looks right now, it looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be a good football team. There's enough bad news to go around. Here's some good news for all of you. You can have me anytime you want me. On demand with the First TV app. It's available on Google Play, on Roku, on Apple. You can get it anywhere you want. The First TV app. You can watch the first live. You can watch the first on demand. You can get the first any way you want it, anytime you want it. Which means if you haven't soaked up every single word I've said during the show, which let's be honest, you probably have, you can just go to the first TV app. Get to your app store right now on your Jesse Kelly phone, download it as quickly as humanly possible. Now, all that being said, speaking of bad news... um, this Michael Flynn stuff is potentially a really big deal. We we don't need to go over all of it, because I'm going to go over all this with with Kurt Schlichter here in just a couple minutes. But long story short, the FBI decided they were going to go after Michael Flynn. They did. It's, It's very apparent now from all the notes we have, from the memos we have, they decided they're going to go after Michael Flynn. They went after Michael Flynn. But not for a crime what what we have now FBI now let me explain something not only is our FBI or was our FBI I certainly hope this is a thing of the past although I suspect it's not apparently they were extremely political I would hope the FBI knows how to get away with crimes I mean their job is to go after people who are trying to get away with crimes so just a quick note To all the FBI agents who want to commit crimes or anyone else who wants to commit a crime out there, if you're going to commit a crime, it's actually a bad idea to write down the notes of the crime you're going to commit. I know we've got a bunch of geniuses over there, and I certainly don't want to tell anybody how to do their job. Just a heads up, because we have the notes, quote, what is our goal? Truth slash admission? or get him to lie so we can prosecute or get him fired? Wait, wait, we're now just running vendettas? Well, I mean, maybe he did it, maybe he didn't, whatever. Let, just get him to say something so we can get him canned. That's, that's what we're doing at the Federal Bureau of Investigation now? I, what other explanation am I supposed to have for this? And something else as long as we're talking about Biden and the assault allegations and the things the the media hasn't done, all the ways they've dropped the ball. When is somebody going to bring any of this up to Barack Obama? How much scum do we have to discover in the FBI, CIA, DOJ, FISA court, under barack obama before somebody anybody who calls himself a journalist in the united states of america says gee you know i was thinking about it maybe we should ask the president i mean you get that right all this stuff happened under president barack obama all of it that is a really 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 big deal if the president of the United States of America used the Federal Bureau of Investigation to illegally obtain a FISA warrant on his political opponent, that is by far the biggest political scandal in the history of the United States of America. And not a single reporter in this country has asked Barack Obama about it. I'm not lying. Trump is out there. I smell a pardon coming if the judge doesn't get rid of this. And by all accounts, there should be a pardon. Trump says, quote, what happened to General Michael Flynn, a war hero, should never be allowed to happen to a citizen of the United States of America. He's right. It shouldn't ever happen. But it did happen. And here's my question. And this is not so much a question for President Trump. This is more, frankly, for A.G. Barr. What are you going to do about it? I know you're mad, and it's easy to... Well, I'm really mad. Send tweet. You know, mad about this, and mad about that, and this isn't right. And this shouldn't be done. Don't tell me how mad you are. Show me. Because we already dealt with something like this before. The deputy director of the FBI, Andy McCabe, he lied to the FBI. He lied under oath. And Barr took a look at that and said, eh, we're not going to prosecute. That needs to not ever happen again. Don't tell me how mad you are. Show me how mad you are. I want charges. Charges! We have federal prisons for a reason. You could argue one of the main reasons they exist is so you're not allowed to use your position at the Federal Bureau of Investigation to electioneer on behalf of either party. That is commie stuff, man. His great attorney and friend of the show, Sidney Powell, had this to say,
2: it's just absolutely appalling what these agents and then the special counsel operation did to General Flynn. It's abuse of their authority at every turn. These documents weren't easily discovered. The emails have been in the FBI the whole time, but the handwritten notes, as I understand it, may not have been. We still don't know exactly who the author of those is. But they're devastating evidence of the links they were willing to go to to disregard all prior. Pro- protocols, all prior rules, their standard practice in other cases to warn of a 1,001 violation, all of that. None of that applied to General Flynn. They had only special violations of every protocol known for him because they were determined to take him out.
1: That's what it looks like. This looks really, really, really bad. And there's a lot of smoke here. And coming up next, we're going to ask Kurt Schlichter if there's any fire here. Hang on. Joining me now, senior columnist at townhall.com, Army vet, friend of mine, and more importantly, f- importantly for our purposes today, attorney Kurt Schlichter. Kurt it looks really, really bad when you write down notes as an FBI agent saying, we'll get him fired. However, I am just an idiot who went to community college. I don't know whether that's actually against the law. Is it? Did someone break a law here? That looks terrible.
2: Well, I, I don't know if writing it down is necessarily, I, I, as I think I've said before, it's like, when the james bond villain says hey let me explain the plan to you before i take you elsewhere to shoot you um what what, what possessed this guy to write it down just proving that lawyers are not necessarily smart people for passing the bar exam uh is it obstruction of justice it might be or it might be evidence of an obstruction of justice uh might be evidence of something else whatever it is it's morally wrong
1: Kurt, explain to me, for, uh, pretend I'm somebody who's never really heard of Mike Flynn or what happened there. What happened at the White House? What happened with this meeting? A lot of people get confused about what he did. Did he lie? Where did the meeting take place? What happened?
2: Well, let's be real clear. First of all, there, it, it is not a crime to lie to the FBI. It's a crime to commit perjury. Perjury is different. Like all, cli- all, all uh, uh, criminal acts, it has elements It has to be an intentional misrepresentation uh, of a material fact. It's not just a lie. I can say, you know, hey, the uh, guys who write for The Bulwark are uh, sexy studs who the ladies love. That's a lie, but it's not really material. (laughs) Um, In this case, there was no investigation going on. So when James Comey told a couple of... uh, Uh, FBI agents to go over and not tell uh, uh, Flynn that they were trying to get him caught up in something. There was no investigation going on, so nothing he lied about could be material. Moreover, they also had a copy of the uh, transcript of the telephone call he had with the Russian ambassador that he supposedly lied about. So they knew the truth. So it wasn't a material fact that hurt the investigation, and they had no no. Uh, there was no way to show that he intended to lie, intended to mislead them. So uh, th- what what happened there wasn't really a crime. The the crime was trying to force somebody who was innocent under the law. Oh, those are technicalities. Yeah, it's a technicality when you didn't violate the law. I guess that's a kind of technicality. That's kind I like, uh, and if you like freedom, you like too um it's it, the whole thing just stinks it was entrapment there was no crime till they went over and tried to create one and then they basically threatened his uh, son until he uh pled guilty after bankruptcy Kurt,
1: wh- what is the actual legal definition of entrapment i've seen law and order enough times to know that every criminal screams entrapment every time they get busted for something what is it
2: Well, look, I'm not a criminal lawyer. I like to get paid, and I don't like scumbags messing up my furniture. However, uh, and I I, I can't give you the technical, I can't read the statute to you, but basically entrapment is when you you maneuver someone to commit a crime they would otherwise not have committed, when you essentially force them to. And that's kind of what was going on here. If this wasn't entrapment, it was pretty damn close to entrapment, and if it, and and we gotta ask ourselves, is this what we want? Do we want the FBI to go? Let's go out and see if this guy, who's our political opponent, our bo- our political friends don't like him. So let's go over there and see if we can. He hasn't done anything, but let's go and see if we can make it so that there's some we can accuse him of that he hasn't done yet, and that he would never have done if we hadn't gone and put him in that position. Is that how we want American justice to work? I don't think so.
1: Let's assume, and this is not exactly a stretch, but let's assume for our purposes here that James Comey was doing this because he's a Democrat or wants to take down Trump, Democrat, or Republican. Why Flynn? Why go after Flynn? There were a bunch of other people. I mean, the average person didn't even really know much about Michael Flynn. Why go after Flynn?
2: Well, Flynn already had a lot of enemies in the intelligence community and the law enforcement community because he he tended to tell it like it was. He is one of the guys who... Uh, really created a stink talking about Afghanistan, for instance. Uh, A lot of people didn't like him because he wasn't part of the gang. And even worse, he helped that mean Donald Trump. You know, you're supposed to be helping Hillary Clinton, but he helped Donald Trump. How dare he? We'll show him. We'll show them all. We'll put those peasants in their place, because if they can do it to the National Security Advisor, Jesse, they can do it to you and me.
1: I have heard this from more than one person I trust inside the Beltway that Flynn's opposition to the embarrassing stuff we've done in Afghanistan and our egregious lack of leadership over there has made him more enemies in the Beltway than we can possibly count. And if you travel travel all the way up this tree, that's where you're going to end up. That sounds like something you say is a possibility.
2: Well, look how hard the establishment is fighting to keep on this idiotic war going. Donald Trump wants yeah. out. There's absolute... Look, I went to the Army War College, you know. They're the, guy, the same guys taught me how to do this stuff. They accepted me as one of their own, and I think they're a bunch of idiots. Okay? there There is no good reason to continue down this path in Afghanistan, yet there is a huge investment, and I'd like to know why. I, a lot of people are getting rich. A lot of people are... You know, getting career help, a lot of people have a lot to gain from our continued war in Afghanistan. And then you get, uh, you know, you get uh, uh, Flynn and uh, uh, Trump, and they're going and, you know, defiling the punch bowl, so to speak.
1: All right, Kurt, what is his legal recourse, to use a real lawyerly term, not to brag or anything like that, let's assume he gets out of this whole thing. If I'm Flynn, I want, and since I can't have my reputation back, I want a pound of flesh. I want somebody in jail, or I want a big fat check from somebody. Is he allowed? What are the laws when it comes to suing Comey or the FBI? Are you even allowed to do that stuff? Uh,
2: Well, first of all, he can't prosecute anybody. All he can do, look, I tell people, if you want justice, justice comes with a dollar sign. That's all that you can get. Can he get it against these people like Comey and the rest of them? Well, there's something called qualified immunity. That is, uh, in many cases, most cases, public officials are immune from lawsuits for carrying out their, you know, for carrying out, acts as far as civil rights claims go now the supreme court is taking up this court created doctrine in about eight different cases and justice thomas has no use for it which is is good so if that goes out the window suddenly they might become personally liable but look if you're if you're looking for justice out of our justice system you're looking in the wrong place as we've seen there are two justice systems jesse there is one for them and there is one for us and the justice system for us is meant not to help us or get us justice, but to keep us in line and quiet.
1: Go read his stuff at townhall.com. Read his books too, by the way. Kurt Schlichter, I appreciate you, my friend.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: All right. We got some advanced level homeschooling. Hang on. Well, look, this has been a tough road to hoe for a lot of parents. You're stuck at home. The kids are stuck at home. You got to try to teach them algebra, which is totally useless, like math even matters. Well, these parents apparently have been digging in in a different way. All
2: right, lesson 101. Where is the white claw? Where is the vodka?
1: Where is the tequila?
2: Where is the whiskey?
1: And where's the beer? Woo! Good job! Looks like that kid is well on his way. Good job, Mom and Dad. Hang in there. All right, everybody. Tomorrow's Friday. Don't forget, we have a special tomorrow about your liberty. And it is going to be... Yeah, you're going to want to be there. I'll see you then.
2: For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new
0: podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon,